overhanging garden. Not a decade seemed to pass without the gruesome discovery of a poor soul whose last action in life was to put a rope over a bough, then around their neck, and dangle silently in time with the leaves on the breeze. Don wasn't put off by its reputation. In fact, he relished it. Nobody went in there unless they had to. It was a mile or so out of town, and it led to nowhere. He kept eye contact with Morgan, just a few feet from him. He slipped his backpack off and took a coil of blue nylon rope from it, the type most often used as a tow rope for vehicles. It wasn't thick, but was plenty strong enough to suspend a body by its neck. He unfurled it a few coils and pulled it taut in his hands. His grin stretched from ear to ear, an insane smile that evervests malice and murderous intent. Morgan effortlessly veered aside as Dong lunged at her. He barely faltered as his missed attack became a chase. Morgan was light-footed and pranced through the woodland deftly, avoiding any obstacles, unlike Don who crashed through in his obsessive dash to attain his twisted goal. As the chase wore on, he soon began to tire, breathing heavily and sweating profusely. Morgan, on the other hand, did not. He slowed his pace in exhaustion and she matched it, as if taunting him onward. He finally broke through the gorse and found himself in a clearing. Morgan was standing forthright in the centre. Her expression was stony. Don panted hard with his exertion. His eyes watered, the tears stung his face as they streamed down over the myriad of scratches caused by the undergrowth. Morgan closed her eyes and faced upward. She raised her arms, palms up to the heavens. Don found some composure, and with the rope still in his hands, he stepped towards her. He stopped. His nose twitched as a rancid smell was all around him. He then realised he was in the glade, the one favoured by his suicide victims. The sky grew dark at tremendous speed, and a mist rolled in from the edges like billowing smoke. Silhouettes of people lolled in the mist. Even before the seven tortured souls came into view, Don already knew who they were. They were the souls of the women he had murdered in the very glade where he now stood. He whimpered as their hideous visages came into view. They all headed towards him. His own bowel and bladder movements now added to the cloying, choking stench. His whimpers became screams as the terror of the situation finally emptied his mind of nothing but rot, decay and blood.